Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Hello there, Jasmine guy. How are you? I'm great. <laughs> and I knew it. I, I just uh, um, learned conscious and conscientious yeah. stupidity. Hey, let, this was a this was a quote. From Dr. King, yes. it is one of my favorite quotes he gave. He said, the two most dangerous things on the planet, sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. And wow. wow, and are sincere we dealing ignorance. with ignorance. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and no better. But I got to talk, the critics are just raving about the lady makers. Um, talk about this, this and, and maybe I should ask you, why did you decide to be part of this project. What attracted you to this movie? Well, I've done a lot of independent films, um, and the experiences have varied, but I've had wonderful artistic experiences on independent films. There's a freedom when you're doing it by yourself. But I go by the character and I go by the script. I I have to know that it's well-written. So after I read the script, I met with Tony Tite, the filmmaker here in Atlanta, and um, we discussed the script. He was very open to any feedback, and doing the movie was a beautiful experience, and I love the message of the piece, you know. I had never seen a movie about women in the South bonding and the fact that these ladies were Jewish gave us an insight to their culture and religion that I appreciate it. You know, the South is, the, the black church is one thing, the white church is another. We've got Muslims here as well. And the Jewish community is very strong in Atlanta. So I found it interesting that it took place in Indianola, Mississippi, and that these women bonded. And my character is based on Tony Tite's mother, who was a domestic for a Jewish family. And so I felt very responsible to portray her in a way that resonated with him. And and so the Lady Makers, and I was reading the, some of the reviews, so you... Um, what is this where, uh, help me understand, I don't want to give too too much away, but mm-hmm. I'm reading where it says, as a merciful judge grants three wayward young women a lifeline. So that, mm-hmm. and these six, what, what, can can you explain that without, without giving away too yeah. much? So this group of Jewish women for maybe, I don't know, 20 years. Okay. Friends, some are sisters have been getting together, I'll say like 12 of them. And as they grow old and start dying, they decide to give of themselves to a younger woman and make her a lady Hmm. before they die. They don't want to die with their experiences and their knowledge and their hope and their love. 
they want to give it to somebody. And so they are the lady makers. Ah, I see. That's the type. I got it now. The lady makers. Yes. But then there's, and and what I'm waiting to see is, is there there had to be conflict, and I imagine you addressed this, culturally, ethnicity, religion, Oh, yes, the the three girls were very um, rebellious and didn't understand why these white ladies were helping them and didn't trust them and hadn't been exposed to them. I'm kind of in the middle is I know the ladies and I know these girls just culturally. Uh-huh. And I kind of keep them in line in the beginning, but ah, there's okay. a lot of conflict in the beginning. Yeah, and you play. They're going off. They're running away. They have to wear ankle bracelets. Whoa! So yeah. you're, you and you're playing uh, Not the ankle bracelets, whatever you call. Yeah, them. Uh, yeah, close enough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you're playing a domestic worker. Yes, I'm. Okay. I'm their maid. Yes. Oh, okay. And I've the... been working for for the family for years, and. Um, the other actor that I have most of my scenes with is Bishop Eric Davis, and he plays a character named Potato. He's really the hub of our, our wheel because he's the only man, but he also loves his family because when we were young in Indiana, in Indianola, Mississippi, these were the first white people that treated us like human beings when we were kids and we never saw that before. So we stayed close to them throughout our childhood. And I grew up and became their domestic. Now the film uh, is lady, lady makers. It's um, let me make sure I get this right. It'll be in, this will be in selected theaters. We're talking end of this near the end of the month, July 22nd. I'm reading here. And then you can also it'll be streaming on yes. ladymakers.com. On the ladymakers.com. Wow. You can download the whole movie. And also Amazon Prime starting Friday. Okay. Oh, Friday is the premiere. Oh, Friday okay. Is, so no, t- you said it right. Okay. It's just that Friday is the twenty second. Yeah. I lose time all the time, so I have to remind myself which I, day yeah, is yeah. The- I'm at that stage myself. But <laughs> <laughs> But you know, well, I'm gonna, you're allowed. <laughs> make, yeah, but you, you know, do a lot. I, I, I'm going to share I with you. You on CNN a lot. I, I, I tell you, I'm, I'm when trying. When I heard your voice, I was like, oh, yeah. I love him. All I have to do is you shut my mouth. You so clear and truthful oh. and knowledgeable and powerful, and I just want to thank you for having that kind of voice. And I, I, I got, and thank you. I, I, I really, it, it means a lot. And, and I, I got to tell you, we have a connection that goes way back to the, I used to, I, I had to, I was chairman of the <laughs> NACP Image Awards. When, oh. don't, don't get me started. When you had to bring your lunch, dinner, and breakfast the next morning before it was over. <laughs> and, and that's an inside joke. I know the longest filming of the movie. <laughs> I'm telling you, but I always remember, and my wife Sherry always reminds me um, when it, it, and and this was and actors and I learned so much about the ups and downs of of your of your career as an actor. 
Uh, and yeah. I got to tell you, and she says, I always remember Jasmine Guy being appreciative of being invited to make a presentation at the Image Award when, and because she said, in this town, you have to appreciate being invited anywhere because <laughs> you, because <laughs> they can, they can, they can drop you in a, like a hot potato. And, yeah, and, and, and that, as a black artist, you can be the invisible man. Yeah, yeah. You I, know, I went to a lot of award shows, and I remember being at the MTV Awards before we had so many black music award shows very early. And I was sitting in front of the some group, some rock group, and somebody came to talk to them, and she kept hitting me in my head with her purse. Ooh. Because it, it was arena seating. Right. And she was above me. Right. And I turned around when she, I said, I know you feel my head under your purse. I was so, I don't know. Insulted. The di- Yeah, and the disrespect. Right. Even if you don't know who I am, it's not about that. It's just that. Can you feel that, yeah. that you are hitting somebody in front of you? I don't know. It's those little things yeah. I just collect in my memory because I grew up, um, well, I moved to Atlanta when I was seven years old from New York. And um, the culture is so different here. And I grew up across the street from Morehouse because my father taught there and we stayed in faculty housing. Um, so I thought it was natural and right as rain to have a black college. But when I got to L.A., they didn't know nothing about it, HBCU. It's an East Coast thing, and it was just great to get the word out, you know. Um, but it's very subtle, and I do speak up. I have to choose my battles, but... Sometimes something just wouldn't sit right, and I had to say something because I grew up across the street. You know, obviously you don't understand this culture. It's a separate culture. And when people say, why go to um, an HBCU, that's tricky to explain to a white person, but I do. I do take the time to explain the value of that experience. The the love, the care that you succeed, that you may not ever feel at a, a, a certainly a large university, you know, and uh, you know all my family on my black side went to uh, Morehouse, Spelman, Hampton. One went to Brandeis, but most of them went to Morehouse and Spelman. So it's kind of ingrained in me, and I loved it. I thought I went. Well, really, my little sister thought she went to Morehouse. <laughs> she was like five, wearing a Morehouse beanie and maroon and white. Well, then yeah. she started pimping a little bit Uh-oh. with sliding her foot. And my father was like, now that you will not do. You want, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I have a, my daughter, Shauna Renee, she, she, same thing. She said the same thing. She chose Howard. Uh, mm. And she and one of the things she did, it, it, 
she took a video camera. Jasmine Guy is my guest, and I don't want to get off because we're here to talk about the the premiere of Lady Makers. Uh, but she took a video camera in the days when, and I mean, this is before smartphones. And and she went to NYU to visit this campus, went to this you know school to visit that campus, and she asked people on campus, you know, why should I go to this school? She was a senior, and she wow. said at most of the schools like NYU. People wouldn't stop and talk to her. She got on. She got on the the yard at Howard, and these. They, they, she said, "Oh, hey, sister, sit down. Let yeah, turn that on. Let me tell you, your and, embrace. Yeah, you. That's, that's right. Very important at that age. Yeah, yeah. And and they and and that's what they said. P- these folk care. They care. Yeah. They care. Look. Uh, finally, and I and and I appreciate a little time. Can you t- you now are. It, it, Every there's a lot of movement from Los Angeles, Hollywood, etc., to Atlanta, uh, the film yes. studio, Columbia, South Carolina. Um, amazing. What's yeah? What and what is amazing about it? What's going okay. on? It's okay. So Bishop Davis, who is also in the movie. And, and when I met him, I thought he was a producer actor. I, I didn't know he was a, a bishop until we started working together. And he's a beautiful actor. I mean, I think our scenes were just organic and real. And, you know, we talked a lot in between takes, so we got to know each other. And when he told me he had a church, it's a big church. It's not just a church. And he has a complex on 48 acres, 48,000, I don't know, 48,000, 4,800 acres. I think mm-hmm. it's 4,800 acres. acres. Okay. Yes. And he's built all of these facility, facilities for his community. There's a barbershop in there. There's, there's a church, you know, and then other buildings you can eat, you can Stay there, and then he built a recreational, professional, state-of-the-art rec center. And now he's working with the Bloods and the Crips to unite, and they're meeting with him every week. And some of them started coming to church, and I was just floored at his not only his heart but his activism. And he's a brilliant man. He wasn't. He is an engineer, so he knows what he's doing with these buildings. Mm-hmm. On his B campus, um, he's built a state-of-the-art studio, soundstage, recording um, rooms, animation, um, wardrobe department, uh, exec offices and admin offices. It was just... I was just overwhelmed because it was so much bigger and better than I had seen. And he said, we need to have our own, you know, because we have a lot of talent. We don't have access to it. We've written, you know, 30 scripts between him and Tony Tite, the filmmaker, you know, 30 scripts. Some are animation, some are dramas. They've written sitcoms, and they needed a home to produce their work. 
And I said, well, I'm glad I have a home, too, now, because I have a few scripts that I like to break. (laughs) (laughs) And you can start right there. Jasmine Guy, uh, and and critics, I'm telling you, they're saying this is an Oscar-worthy performance. I got to tell you, I look forward to one day we'll have a chance to uh, meet, but I'm a a major fan, always have been. Where's uh, your base? Washington, Washington D.C. And, yeah, that's what I thought. And you're welcome. Yeah. Anytime you hear, just you let us know, and we'll get you here in the morning. Well, I have your producer's name, so I'll be, and I'm in and out of D.C. a lot. In fact, I filmed a Christmas movie there last Christmas. That's coming out this Christmas. So, I love D.C. Well, you're welcome here to the uh, to to our show anytime, and so don't even hesitate. Uh, the premiere is tonight. Uh, again, yeah. LadyMakers.com. It's going to be in theaters uh, the 22nd. Uh, so, l- look, uh, everybody, check it out. Yeah, so it's the late, theLadyMakers.com and also on Amazon Prime. And on Amazon Prime. We'll talk yeah. again. God bless. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. So you. Much. This was a joy. Thank uh, you so my much. My pleasure. You can listen to yours truly, Madison the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.